are listening to Ordinary Prayers, an invitation to listen for the presence of God in the ordinary parts of life. Now let us take this time to prepare our hearts and minds to pray. Today is Tuesday, December 4th, 2018, and we read from Malachi, the third chapter, as we enter the second week of Advent. Congregations all have their ups and downs. There is that period of energy and success of early church, but too often it's followed by a letdown. Malachi addresses exactly that same situation. The energy and enthusiasm of the exiles as they returned from Babylon and rebuilt the temple has now been followed by a period of lethargic and sloppy worship practices, even among the priests. The people have forgotten what it means to be a temple, to be a people, to be faithful. His message urges us even today to restore our dedication and faithfulness as we await the coming day of the Lord. As you listen to these words, you may want to think about what Advent means to you this year. How are you preparing? And where do you find yourself expecting something in the future? Let us listen to Malachi chapter 3, verses 1 through 4. See, I am sending my messenger to prepare the way before me, and the Lord whom you seek will suddenly come to his temple, the messenger of the covenant in whom you delight. Indeed, he is coming, says the Lord of hosts. But who can endure the day of his coming, and who can stand when he appears? For he is like a refiner's fire, and like fuller's soap. He will sit as a refiner in a purifier of silver, and he will purify the descendants of Levi, and refine them like gold and silver, until they present offerings to the Lord in righteousness. Then the offering of Judah and Jerusalem will be pleasing to the Lord, as in the days of old, as in former years. See, I am sending my messenger to prepare the way before me. But who can endure the day of his coming, and who can stand when he appears? An earthquake in Anchorage, Alaska, should not come as any big surprise for people living in the area. The region is one of the world's most active regarding seismic activity. Yet even for veterans of earthquakes, it must come as somewhat of a surprise. 
Scientists do not know how to predict earthquakes, nor can they predict their impact on buildings, roadways, and large bodies of water. I've never experienced an earthquake, but I think if the walls of a building started shaking, I would wonder how long it would be able to stand. Even if the building was built to withstand an earthquake, how do you know if the construction designs were accurate? The images from the recent earthquake in Anchorage that caught my attention were of collapsed roadways. The concrete and asphalt surfaces were torn like paper. The earth below the surface was ripped apart, forming columns of dirt with large crevices in between. My attention was drawn to the vehicles stranded on these roads. How do you prepare for such an incident? I mean, earthquakes are not like hurricanes or tornadoes. There are no atmospheric conditions to warn the people they are coming. I doubt any news outlet in Anchorage warned people commuting to work that day. Be careful this morning, there's an 80% chance of an earthquake. In my head, the cars stranded on these torn-up roadways had to be driving like any other person on a morning commute, a little distracted and faster than the posted speed limit. Preparing for earthquakes is like preparing for the second coming of Christ. No one knows when it will come, and few know what to do to prepare for it, and you can only remain vigilant for so long. Truthfully, I never really consider Christ's second coming, not even during the season of Lent when I'm supposed to. If God is love and Christ died to save sinners, why worry? I enjoy being loved and I'm pretty good at sinning. I worry more about preparing for the special moments in life. Well, I'd be too consumed with worry about minor things and end up missing something profound. The Saturday after Thanksgiving, our family makes lefsa for Christmas. Sometimes I get so caught up about the lefsa turning out that I forget to enjoy the time with my adult children. The Anchorage Daily News website posted a link on its page covering the event. The link took you to an article about how to cope with the anxiety after experiencing an earthquake. Interestingly, the remedy was good advice for daily living no matter what the circumstances. Keep normal routines. Breathe slowly when overcome with anxiety. Seek out human connections and conversations. And most importantly, go outside, play, and be active. It made me think maybe the best way to prepare and endure any significant event in life is to live a healthy life. Breathe and pray. Take time to be thankful for special moments. Go outside, play, and be active. People who prepare this way are not able to stand. They tend to drop to their knees as an expression of thanks because they have learned to appreciate the gift of life. of emergencies do you plan for and have you ever enacted your emergency plan? take time to give thanks for the simple blessings of life. And how do you express this thanks? Thanks.
who you are thankful for. listen one more time to Malachi chapter 3 verses 1 through 4. See, I am sending my messenger to prepare the way before me, and the Lord whom you seek will suddenly come to his temple. The messenger of the covenant in whom you delight, indeed, he is coming, says the Lord of hosts. But who can endure the day of his coming, and who can stand when he appears? For he is like a refiner's fire, and like fuller's soap. He will sit as a refiner in a purifier of silver, and he will purify the descendants of Levi, and refine them like gold and silver, until they present offerings to the Lord in righteousness. Then the offering of Judah and Jerusalem will be pleasing to the Lord, as in the days of old, as in former years." Let us pray. Jesus Emmanuel, you are the path of hope in this messy and confusing world. During this time of Advent, help us discover a new normal routine. Help us slow down in times of anxiety. Open our ears to listen to your voice through the constant pulse of communication. Teach us to focus on what's really important. Help us place our hope in you as we prepare our hearts to celebrate your birth, your presence and your promise to come again. Amen. Now may God grant you freedom, may Christ set you free to love, and may the Holy Spirit go where you go, and protect you on your way. Amen. <laughs>